All right, welcome back, welcome back. We're still on that topic about dating in a time-demanding career. And as we left off on the last episode, we got Danielle, she's still with us, y'all. Yeah, I'm still here, y'all. And she's hanging on that cliff. (laughs) (laughs) But dear life. (laughs) I know, right? Dear life. Fellas, last time we heard, Mm. all you had to do was get you a good hooked on phonics. uh, (laughs) He gonna get your feelings hurt. (laughs) Fourth grade edition, fellas. Make sure you're fluent in Ebonics. Hooked on phonics. (laughs) He really going to get your feelings hurt. Please don't listen to Jason. I'm trying to help the people. So. No, you not. You hurting the people. That's adversity, people. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, Danielle, continue telling us about, um, like, that shift that you had and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to talk a little bit after that shift about the criteria. Like, oh, was there a criteria? Kind of ask, like, now that you had that shift and you're like, okay, I, I feel like I'm ready for somebody to occupy that time and mm-hmm. that space. Uh, is there a criteria for that person? Um, for for me, th- there is a criteria. And I think that for anyone out there that's having that shift, you should have a criteria. There should be things or characteristics that that person um, displays to you. So then mm-hmm. you know, okay, this is what I'm, this is what I'm looking for. Okay. And for me, um, some things that are number one on the, on the, these are my non-negotiables things that I look oh, for. Oh, we're going to get the non-negotiables. <laughs> let, let, let's hear them. Um, and so one for me, because I'm, I am, um, how many is it though? I'm just curious. It's not a long long list. It's not 20, 25. No, absolutely not. It's actually, I haven't put a number to them. Uh, Um, Less less than 10, less than 10. Okay. But let's see. Okay. Um, Number one, let's go. Okay. Because I'm such a, you know, follower of Christ. I I love the Lord. Um, and so I I need a man respect is, um, you know, a follower of Christ as well. And not just by his words, but by his actions. He actually mm-hmm. needs to be actively um, following after Christ in his, in his actions, um, okay? Um, somebody who's honest, um, somebody who's loyal, mm-hmm. somebody who can make me laugh, have a, like, that's loose, have a good time. Right. Um, and, and somebody who who likes to, um, who's involved in activities like fitness. Cause I, I like to work out. I'm a fitness, I'm an outdoorsy person. Mm-hmm. So somebody who likes to keep themselves up. Um, because I, I like to keep myself looking nice just for me. And I would like the person that I'm with to keep themselves up healthy. I mean, just on a health perspective, uh-huh. um, maintaining their health. So that's really it. Oh. Um, that's really, that, that's it. It's, it's not a whole long list of things. Um, and then a lot of times too, when you meet people, um, if, if the, and I hate to use the word, the vibe, because everybody's like, oh, we're vibing, but if it's, if it's flowing, so you meet someone and the conversation flows and yes. that person laughs and you can really be your true self with that person. That's the key. That's the kicker. If you can be your true self, not your representative, not this person that you want the world to see, right. but who you really are. I think that's the kicker to know, like, okay, this person, maybe I should, you know, get to know this person some more. Maybe I should delve a little bit deeper. Nice. Okay. That's a good list. I like that. I, it's I, like yeah. five things. I approve that list. Okay. Thank you. That's good. That's Captain. Good. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Private life. <laughs> I mean, that's a good listen. I agree with you. I think everybody should have a criteria. Um, 
it took me a while to learn the criteria, like to to build one. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, you know, going into dating, I dated, of course, in high school, I had a girlfriend and coming out of high school, uh, I dated females and stuff like that. But it really wasn't a, a criteria of life, like what you mm-hmm. just put together. It was more criteria like, oh, she cute and she cool. That's it. <laughs> that was it. Like nothing deeper. Like, oh, she cute and she cool. Oh, she cute and she cool. And she <laughs> on the ooh, ooh, I found you, Miss oh, Like, hey. and that, I was dating around that time that song came out. So, you know, everybody was Miss New Booty. So, <laughs> but as I started dating women back in my early 20s and late teens, like post high school, because I wasn't in college until I was 23. So for me, I was out there dating and working and stuff and noticing I learned that way from experience, trial and error, that, okay, her personality doesn't mesh with me. Nothing wrong with that. Her being her, it just doesn't mesh with me. Um, And everybody who's cool doesn't mean they're right for you to date or to have a relationship with. I learned that, like, and everybody who's cute and got a little booty ain't right for me either. So, you know. Just because she missed new booty don't mean that's my booty. <laughs> I learned that. that booty. <laughs> right. You saved that day to the booty. But <laughs> so I learned that and everybody who was um, an intellectual wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I had to just learn what was what vibe is, you know, quote unquote vibe for me. So what flows? Mm-hmm. And I had to develop my criteria through experience, you know, so and I also watched people. I watch how others handle themselves in relationships as well. So that was a big deal, you know, so. Now, I got a question for you. Oh, goodness, yes. And we could talk about this. I know we're going to get into my, my situation too, is uh, I am um, a young man. I'm, I'm a grown man. You know, Here we like go. Youngest, youngest relative. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people call it young or old anymore. I'm 40, y'all. I'm not afraid to say my age, so. A grown man. I'm a grown. I'm a grown man. <laughs> I wear belts. You know what I'm saying. I'm a grown man. I tie both my shoes. <laughs> but at my age, and you're 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 a little younger than me, but you're in your in you're in the 30s, so you're a grown woman too. Uh, but in our age bracket, it's rare that you find that you're not going to end up in a blended family. Mm-hmm. So my oldest daughter is not by my wife. So she married into a. Uh, as somebody put it, a ready-made family, you know? So at your stage in life and your age in life, you know, is most likely a high percentage chance that you're gonna have a blended family. So you may come into the relationship as, what up mama? Like, so <laughs> you may be a stepmom or a full-time mom mom, cause who knows the situation, mm-hmm. you know, like that. Mom may not be present, so who knows, but how do you feel dating men who already have a child and have you done that? Um, no, I haven't. I have not. Um, I know that you didn't say that in your deal breakers. No, and it's not child. a deal breaker for okay, me. Okay, okay. Because, you know, life happens. You know, yep. that, you know, he could have been married before and divorced or, you know, had, you know, was young and had a child was out there. You Trust know, me, that. I know about that one. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm not going to hold that against somebody, you know, people, we, everybody has a past, yes, you know, very true. Um, but so that, that's not a deal breaker, but for me and handling that, I think the best thing, um, is to the communication and for all parties to be on the same page, even, even the child's mother, 
mm-hmm. know that, you know, I will, you know, love to meet the mother to know that I am in her child's life now because right. that's important. And I will, I look at it more as like a bonus mom and not necessarily like a stepmom. Um, I like that. I like that. Yeah, just so stepmom they get, has such a negative like sense. Yeah, negative connotation. I'm a step on mom. Like, <laughs> right, it's like the mean stepmom. Like step no. to the side, mom. You know, so <laughs> the wicked right. stepmother from Cinderella is what really set the tone. Oh off. my gosh, I know. That was just ugly. She was so mean. But um, and I think like, you're right. I really do think that movie plays a huge role in the way that people look oh, at yeah. you know how um whether it be a, a bonus mom or a bonus dad mm-hmm. comes into the picture, it has the negative uh viewpoint put on placed on it and it shouldn't because life happens and things happen. But for me, I think the most important thing when dating a man who does have children or has a child um that is that is not mine. Um, would just to be, you know, the communication piece there and and to know that, hey, I'm not coming in here to try to take anybody's place. Mm-hmm. That's number one, because that's not my job. That child already has a mother. My job is not to be that child's mother. My job is, is to be there to support the father. And if that father and I should get married, then my job for us to be a unit and work together, but not to take the place of that child's mother at all. Especially mm. if the mother is still living and well and involved in the and has custody and involved in the child's life, that's not my role. Okay, good answer. Good answer. I like that. I mean, my brother actually is. You know, he he's his um my sister in law. He has a blended family, mm-hmm. um, and so just kind of seeing his experiences and the things that they've had to to work through um, and have you know gone through, and and so I you know, and he would definitely be a listening ear and be able to aid in. In the suggestions and advice. Circular support there. I see you using it. So it, I definitely think that it's it's important. And actually, you know, coming from a blended family myself, my mother, um, when my my mother and father divorced and and uh, my mom married my uh, stepdad, he had two daughters. Oh, uh, why he got to be stepdad? Why he can't be bonus dad? I'm sorry, my bonus dad. That's <laughs> the bonus dad out there. What up? the bonus dad. Uh, but no, he, you know, he stepped in and, and never once did he try to be my father or try to take the place of my father. Mm-hmm. He was a bonus to my life. He showed, he showed me things that my father, because he didn't live in the house with us, mm-hmm. wasn't able to show us. So he, right. he stepped in that role. And that was awesome. Right. Like that he was able to do that for, um, for me and for my brothers. And so I, I definitely have sources where I can go to and, and talk to about things. I think it's great that you recognize those sources, you know? Yeah. So. And but like so being in a time demanding job career, mm-hmm. dating a guy who already has that, you know, so yeah. to me, that's like a whole different level of understanding. You got to really shift because his time's going to be where he needs to be with the kid. The kid's going to be with him. You may want to say, I want to go to Disney World. Well, I got to take my daughter to Disney World, but I want to go to Disney World first. <laughs> no. So, you know, that time management to me, like that's going to be huge. And like, are you willing to accept that? Or, you know, or maybe will you get the kid? I don't know, you know, so it's so many different things that come into play with that. So um, that's just something I want to ask you about. So like, cause that where you are, you know, a lot of people at that age have kids. You know, mm-hmm. I, I already had my daughter by then. So I definitely understand that. I think as long as, as whoever I'm dating, we both have that understanding because it is going to be very hard. You know, I'm in a time demanding profession and, you know, say most professions are very time demanding. I mean, yes, they are. you know, and so if he's in one as well, it's just honestly, if that's what we want, like you said, putting in the work, if that's what we truly want, 
And we just gotta make it work. And it's okay. And shout I, out to Neo, make it work. Hey. <laughs> Damn. I don't. And when I say make it work, I don't mean force something. You don't want to nah. force anything. But what I mean, make it work is really like being intentional, like you said, JC, being intentional about the relationship, really setting aside a time because at the end of the day, he's still a man first before he's a father. So, you know, yes, he, he needs to take care of his child and all these things, but he's still a person. He's still a human. He's still a man first and foremost. And he still needs to have that time for himself as well. And then also a relationship if that's something that he is, is, is wanting. So nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm not, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm not like, absolutely not. <laughs> I ain't calling nobody her unless this is my. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be that way. Mm-mm. No, not at all. You know, for the fellas too out there. I mean, back in the day, I dated women with kids, um, because and I'll tell you, it, it was great to me. I've always wanted children. Mm-hmm. I come from a blended family because my mom, her first husband, passed away when we were all young, so she was dating with a lot of kids. You know, I got a lot of brothers and sisters, so. I would never reject, you know, of course, when I was single, I wouldn't reject a woman because she had a kid because I come from that woman who had, who raised kids on her own. So, you know, like it was cool for me, but when I look back as an adult and look at what I learned from it and what I, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, you can always look back and say, oh man, you know, I learned this is what it really was. A lot of those women were like just looking for a replacement of some sort, looking for some love. And that's because some of them got pregnant through that, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, because like I was 19 and someone were 18 or 20 and they had like a three year old. And, you know, that's rough. You're a kid raising a kid because, you know, like looking back when you're 19 or 18, you're a kid. I don't care what nobody thinks. You're a K.I.D. So and that's why, you know, as a college professional, we see these uh, freshmen come in. Their parents are like younger than us, if not our age. Yeah. Yeah, my age was younger. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. So for you, did you it, you know, when you were coaching, you know, when you were in um your your profession as a young professional, did you date someone that had a child? Like did when you were in that realm, not not when you were younger, but like once you were in your profession and did you date somebody with a child? Um, one. Okay. And how, one how, did, how did that work? Like because you were you, you were pulled for work and Oh boy, uh, I was very busy because <laughs> being a young professional, I was the youngest person on staff and I was trying to make my mark and really like go in and develop these young athletes and uh, learning about the other things like, you know, with academics and housing and like all this stuff in their life of the community and mm-hmm. getting them connected. And she had a child. Actually, I dated two women that had kids. Mm-hmm. So they had kids and everything. And one of them, she had a really bad breakup with her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, like it was always something about that and balancing when I got back to the house to kick it with her. I mean, I could have had it coming off a road trip and you know how those go. You get yeah. off that bus, you kind of just want to be like, just relax, you know, like just let all it go. And she would want to talk about her issues with her ex and then uh, the kids would need something and I wasn't ready for it Yeah, for her. Now, another one, she would keep the kids, like, I didn't meet the kids for a long time. We, we talked for like a couple months and then I finally met the kids and we started dating briefly. We didn't date long either though, but you know, we stayed cordial and like cool for a while, a couple of years. And then we just kind of lost contact. Like I haven't talked to her in like, I don't know, 10 plus years or so. Yeah. 
but that was a little different situation. Um, her job was demanding, so was mine, but we vibed pretty well. Like we had great conversations and stuff, but the time was so limited that what she needed mm-hmm. is not what I needed yeah. at that time. So it didn't work out. Yeah, timing uh, is everything. Yeah, I learned a lot from it. Uh, so like being in my situation, you know, having a blended family, you know, having a daughter before I got married, I saw some things with those women and their uh, situations. And I've uh, been able to approach my situation in a different way. Yeah. So. No, I think, I mean, just dating in general is hard. Um, and that's just strip away the demands of your job, <laughs> demands of life. Just dating is hard, um, especially now, because a lot of people, um, don't want to pick up the phone and have a conversation social media dating now yes or or like text message like i don't want to have a like if you're texting me especially i'm in my 30s you're a grown man if you're having if you're trying to have a full-blown conversation with me getting real right now y'all like that is at that point i have lost all interest in you if you have found the deal breaker (laughs) because you know you can take text message so wrong like you could especially when you don't know somebody, because I like to joke, I'm a kidder. But if I send you a text message, it may come off like I am being such a a butthole. And I am not, I'm literally joking. But the way the text message may read, it comes off in the in the worst way. And so that's the last thing I want. But again, you should have picked up the phone and called me. Or if I call you while we're texting and you don't answer, and I know you're on your phone, <laughs> So I'm going to take a page from Major Payne. If y'all ever seen that movie, when he first met the crew, if you don't answer me when I speak to you, <laughs> I'm going to put my foot. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They hit him with the Major Payne. <laughs> I mean, because it, it, it's like, okay, like we can actually have a phone conversation and the conversation flow. And be absolutely fine instead of like you text me i text you and then there's a, a break for like 30 minutes i have no idea what we're even talking about like just just pick up the phone and call let's just can we just communicate like like people used to do when you like picked adults. up the phone or like you know a, a long time like ago what you say like adults you know grown exactly. can we can we actually be adults and actually have a conversation i think that that is so crucial is having a phone conversation like you hear my voice not text message phone like you hear my voice you could even use technology and have a zoom conversation absolutely that's even better facetime if you have an iphone you know sorry for those android people yeah i think that's a deal breaker fellas if you don't have an iphone you can't (laughs) i'm gonna set that one in you know you know i didn't say that i I did though i did did. that came from me well if you have a droid and you want to talk to it, get an iPhone. Like it's just not gonna work. Cause your messages can't be green, they gotta be blue. So <laughs> nobody likes a green message. Like, no, you want blue. FYI, nobody likes a green message. Nobody likes a green message. I'm gonna make that my my post. Like that's gonna be my status for like a month. Nobody likes a green message. That's straight. Jason is speaking facts. Please take notes. Please. I better write a book on this one. Yes. So yeah, that that's to be able to like see somebody to um, have a conversation, especially when you're long distance, especially if yes. you're trying to know somebody long distance, mm-hmm. um, that is so important, you know, so you can see the person, you can actually like 
get a vibe through. because you know like you can tell Jason you know if you're talking to somebody and you know this is you know before Candace and you're dating and the conversation is just stale and what I mean oh, by yes is, it's like you're it's like you're pulling teeth you're forcing the conversation you're forcing like the person to talk you're asking them numerous questions and all it's like you're literally just quizzing them have but you seen that spongebob little meme they got where he's getting off the uh, chair like all right i'm gonna head out <laughs> yes <laughs> so i wish it was around back in the day when i was dating <laughs> i, I sent that to somebody like i would have sent that, that meme all right i'm gonna head out <laughs> this conversation ain't going nowhere i mean well the thing is some people you know what i've actually i've dated guys like that i've actually um met guys met men let me go ahead and say men Okay. Who I could tell off the bat, yeah, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> it, the conversation is dry. Like, like I'm gonna go ahead and head out. You know, you go, you can stay here, but I'm gonna head out. But they keep calling and they don't get the hint. And you and you tell them, like, and you're not trying to be mean. It's just like, yeah, I don't think this is gonna work. You cool, you know, but it's just not gonna work. But they keep calling. They keep trying to hit you on social media. I've had this happen to me several times, and it's like what about oh, <laughs> exactly what about you cool i'ma head out did you not understand <laughs> i mean like so like that's part of like the whole dating thing and especially being in a high demanding job but you can strip that away too as well but how to tell when it's just not good it's not gonna work and how do you like cancel it basically i'm not gonna say terminate or break up because how do you cancel it some people take it better than others, but also look at your delivery and look at who you're delivering it to. So, you know, oh, we talk about I, being multilingual. Maybe I shouldn't have said I'm ahead now. Maybe I should have. Yeah, you know, <laughs> with them, it's probably like, you know, um, I went to my friend's house and I knocked on the door. Hit her. <laughs> <laughs> I went into, my knocks went unanswered. So. <laughs> maybe I should have started singing Mr. Telephone Man to him. Mr. Hey. Telephone. Oh, no, this is back in my younger days. I was a little petty. I had hair on my head, so I was petty. I was feeling myself. But anyway, so um, what's that? Uh, like, they just had these songs like uh, Say Goodbye. I would have it playing in the background. Ask Jack <laughs> <years>. <laughs> that's petty. Like, that's petty. Like, you could have. I was you, young. <laughs> you should have just referenced Mr. Telephone Man, you know, with. He said, there's something wrong with my line. Chris Brown had a song says, never a right time to say goodbye. So. No, shut up. You know, I was today years old when I just realized what that meant. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you said today years old, y'all. Today, that's how I was like 10 years, no, 15 years old. <laughs> nah, you today years old. Yeah. Oh, dang. He, I'm over here playing it in my head. Mm. I, I had a whole like, tape and cd for breakup songs that i would play like man i hope she called while i'm bumping this like oh, <laughs> oh, i can't answer the phone yeah hold on let me play hello <laughs> everyone this is what grown people don't do you, you no nah, you don't do that you just, that was childish like i said i was very childish i was very immature then so what i started doing is like being like i said multilingual and learning like how to deliver a message and also like that's why my definition of dating and talking are different Gotcha. I believe to talk to a person long enough to even before you get to a date. So my outings with people mm. I'm talking to, yo, we're going Dutch 
where you want to meet up with, you know what I'm saying? We could just go to the park and just sit and you can sit in your car, I'll sit in mine, or you can sit on the back of the car. We could just talk on the phone. That's so where I'm, I'm going wrong. Okay. Yeah, I don't like, okay, so when I'm talking to somebody, there's no hugging, no physical intimacy whatsoever. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't. Me, I'm not a huggy, Philly person. Ooh. I'm not like. Anti-touchy people, okay. Well, no, I mean. Don't hug her. (laughs) Until I get to know you. Like, until like, but like you said, you you know, when y'all just talking, I don't like that either because I don't know you. I don't want you touching me, hugging me, trying to hug. Like, I had this guy ask me on a date I had met when I was coaching. I was still earlier in my career. Mm -hmm. And uh, the funny thing is, I had saw this guy two times, right? The first occasion he asked me, on a date, don't know this guy. I'm out buying tennis shoes, hmm. and maybe he like your shoes. Um, no, he works there. Oh, okay. Shoot well, actually, I had, I had met I I had met him. He he had like I don't even know how many jobs he had, but mind you, it was like twenty. I had to be like twenty five at the time, so he I think he was maybe twenty. You know, at that time, and you're yeah. young, you're trying to figure things out. But anyway, um, the first date, you know, I accepted the date. Uh, again, that's mistake one. I should have talked to him longer to get to know that, you Understand. know, I accepted the date, but I didn't make the mistake to let him pick me up. I drove myself because I don't know him. He's a stranger. All right. All right. Let me come to my house. Exactly. Well, here's the problem. On the first date, he tries to hold my hand. Oh, like, so no, stupid. that's that, exactly. That's so stupid because I don't know the most doing the utmost and it just kind of creeped me out because he was like trying to hold my hand the whole time and like kind of be like touchy feely mm-hmm. and I am not that I am not that girl I'm not and it just I, I did not go on another date with him I didn't return his calls I was like Mm-mm, he's doing too much it just made me it really made me uncomfortable to be honest with right. you and that's um, why I said just, talk you know yeah. you talk to people so I mean I would go out to eat every now and then but it'd be lunch you know, mm-hmm. if I was going to talk to somebody or if, uh, if we were going out to like a dinner, it had to be because that's the only time they had available, you know, so mm-hmm. for us to get together, because after so many phone conversations, I kind of want to actually be in your presence mm-hmm. so I could see what your face looks like. And I just kind of like feel how you are, your mannerisms and things like that, because I check all this stuff out because I also want you to see mine, you know, like back in my dating days. So long distance, I've done that one, too. But like, you know, in, if I can get in person with you, I will. But yeah. it was understood like, hey. This is not a date. It's more like an interview because we're just talking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got to this certain age and like that point in my life, when I started like dating on a mature level, as I call it, um, I had no no shame in telling somebody, hey, it's kind of like an interview. You know, so I'm just trying to get to know you. Uh, so trust me, sex ain't on my mind. Don't have it on yours. Mm-hmm. And unless you bump in a song, you can play, you can sing the song, sex is on my mind. That's your business, but I'm not trying to get you. I'm not trying to ride home with you. I'm not trying to pay for your meal. But so I just want to get to know you. And if that's not cool with you, we should just stop this right now. And I think with the dating thing, no matter if your job, whatever well, job is that we state is demanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at where you are, know what you want, and then also express that to people. Yeah. So like in college, I didn't have a girlfriend until like seriously, uh, maybe like my junior senior junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had a couple bad breakups before that, but I seriously would tell people like, hey, I'm just kicking it, not really focusing on a relationship right now. So we can hang out and that's about it. Now, if we do start your series and I find I like somebody enough, then I'll you know let everybody know. 
but I do talk to multiple people. It's talking. And I think that conversation, I think that's that's good. That's actually that's great. And those conversations need to be had. But but two, when you're having these conversations, you need to believe the person. Like if I tell you this is what I'm looking for, and you People tell be me, catching feelings. Right. Believe me. Because exactly like Jason said, your feelings gonna get hurt because you're thinking that, oh, that person's not meaning what they said. If they're telling you this, then you need to believe them for mm-hmm. what they're telling you. Okay. Transparency. Yeah, transparency is key because that's how your feelings get all hurt. And then you're trying to scorch the ground that this person walked on simply because you were trying to make something. A they situation. got a song for that called I Bust the Windows Out Your Car. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a country song. I took my key right to the side. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had a little slugger. Like, you don't want those You know that, Jen? That's that joint. <laughs> you know, right. You can avoid all of that if you just simply... You know, believe a person when they show what what did what did my girl say? Doctor Maya Angelou. Okay. Let me go ahead and put that on there. Doctor Maya Angelou said, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. Okay. You believe them. So not only when a person shows you and tells you, you know, what they're looking for and who they are, believe them. To me, if you don't, it's showing it's saying a lot about you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's saying that you're you have your own motive mm-hmm. and no matter what that person tells you you're in it for your own motive like they could say hey I, i'm i'm the biggest whoremonger ever he's a sweetie he's a <laughs> handsome guy <laughs> he's like, awesome he told you who he was like i don't know what what you didn't sniffed up your nose but uh he just but, told you but he may be all those things but if that's the main agenda of what he's trying to do he's believe that too. like yeah you need to believe that so you know like and be honest with yourself that's not that person for you right or you're not that person for them like mm-hmm. somebody could tell you like hey i'm not looking for something serious but you know you are that's not don't go down that path don't right. say oh i can handle it i can change them nah you can't change a person it takes a, that person has to want to change mm-hmm. so yeah. everybody's in different spots you know so you gotta link up with somebody who's in your spot mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and I think, you know, Jason, just to kind of wrap things up and, you know, on this conversation as far as about relationships and a demanding job, I think, you know, one is, is for you as the person getting to that point in your life when the switch, when you have that switch, that mm-hmm. that's a, a relationship is what you're really wanting. You're really wanting to make time for that now. Right. Um, and then two, having criteria, having criteria, you know, of things that, you know, you're looking for. Um, and, and then two timing timing is everything timing I, agree. Is- I agree so everything you just said uh, be honest with yourself be open mm-hmm. criteria and like just uh, knowing who you are so a self-evaluation is saying self-awareness are big mm-hmm. you know who you are evaluate who you are and be honest about it you know so it'll save you a lot of trouble Oh, and one last thing too, Jason. I just thought about this that you mentioned. Oh, look, you go, you haven't talked about the hooked on funnies thing. So yeah, go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, remember, Rosetta Stone will help you with this. Throw one. that out. Throw that out. It'll help you in life, but not with me, boo-boo. <laughs> but no, but no, on a serious note, the, the, I would say the one more thing um, that just came to my remembrance uh, when Jason said being present. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're present, um, being in a de- demanding job and you have these things going on, you know, be present in your job. But when you're done, 
walk away and be present in the relationship or be present at home relax you want to be present wherever situation you are in life and not trying to rush to the next Mm -hmm. okay i think that's very key too and be intentional too i I forgot about that part like i mean i I live by it but you know sometimes i forget to say it you got to be intentional i think those two be present and being intentional are like the biggest Mm -hmm. yeah all right y'all so we're gonna leave it there thank y'all for tuning in with another episode catch us on the next one all righty y'all be good out there be easy (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.